Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, on a special Zoom edition of the episode, joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? How we doing, brother? Good. And we got a special guest today, guys. We have joining us Mr. Ben Newman. He's a performance coach, international speaker, and best-selling author. His clients include uh, Fortune 500 companies, NFL, PGA, NBA, all of the acronyms of the sports. He has clients in them. He's the author of the number one uh, Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller, Uncommon Leadership. He's not only uh, a world-renowned speaker, author, but he's also the performance coach for Michigan State University football and basketball programs, as well as the Alabama Crisman Tide football team and Kansas State football team. I'm going to keep going. One more bullet point, guys. He's also worked and coached players from the last six Super Bowl championship teams. Wow. What a resume. Ben Newman, welcome to the show. Tim and Randy, it's uh, awesome to be with all of you, and I know we got to do this over Zoom, but I cannot wait for the Fit Pro Growth Summit June 8th through the 10th down in Scottsdale, and we get to be in person. So great to be with you here, uh, but really looking forward to that. Absolutely, Ben. And, and, and I know that uh, Randy's got plenty to say. Randy, you actually work directly with Ben on performance. Why don't you talk on that a little bit real quick? Yeah, I mean, just to, to kind of give Ben some props. I mean, I've known Ben probably the better part of eight, nine years now. I uh, had the fortunate opportunity to meet him here uh, in Scottsdale or local here in Phoenix, actually. Um, and he brought some some other incredible athletes uh, with him at that time. And, you know, getting to know Ben and, and, and hearing more about his mission to help others with through mental toughness and and really help them kind of write the playbook that designs their life. Um, it was something that I was always a big fan of. And so I've, uh, I, I, like I said, like you said, I've formally worked with Ben for probably last 18 months now as part of one of his, you know, through his coaching program. And I mean, there's, there's, there's little more I can say about it. I mean, it comes down to action. It comes down to, um, the discipline that it takes to get the results that we want out of life. And if you want to live a life of intentionality and really, you know, make, the life that you just desire uh, come to fruition, you have to have mental toughness. You have to have the discipline to do the work when the fun fades. And uh, I mean, I'll let Ben talk about some of his specifics, but his, uh, his standards over emotions belief is, is, I mean, I can tattoo that to my forehead. It's kind of my everything. So. Yeah. Well, right I, uh, let me, let me just highlight this piece. Cause th- this will make it fun. So Tim being a former college football player, I know how much he likes college football and Randy being a three sport athlete. Let me ask you guys this question, right? So I'm going to flip the table and ask you a question. Tim, you would you have ever gone in to your strength coach? If you walked in and up on the board, it says, give me five sets of 10 on bench press. Would you ever said to him, 
hey, you know what? I'll give you three really good sets of six today. Never, ever, whatever. Think that would never go over through my head ever. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting in life that we all know what we need to do, but sometimes we choose to not do those things we need to do. And it's been a blessing to be able to work with some of the highest performers in the world. I'm not one of those coaches and speakers that just started doing this a couple of weeks ago and posted on Instagram. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. And you see these high performers and their standards that they live to. And that's why I always say standard over feelings. And they're not making excuses. They have this own it mentality and a willingness to do the work with great discipline. They're not trying to cheat the system. They're not trying to do less reps. So that's what I'd love to connect with your audience today uh, about is just the discipline that it takes to win. Well, that's absolutely. I think, you know, the thing about gym owners, Ben, is I, there's no lack of work ethic. I would tell you that these guys are some of the hard and girls uh, are some of the hardest working entrepreneurs that I've ever been associated with. I know it myself. I'm in the trenches daily. But you're you're absolutely right. There's there's ebbs and flows to this whole business game. And there's going to be times and, you know, and I've found myself into this where I just don't feel like doing the work today. You know, you know, you have to, like you said, you got the five sets of 10 to go, uh, but you just like mentally you're beat down. Something didn't work out. You lost a couple clients. The marketing campaign didn't work out. And you that stuff can really, I guess, cascade. And I know a lot of the gym owners we work with, even in the iron circle, that sometimes is their downfall is when a couple of things stack up and go wrong um, they can't seem to get out of the funk. So what would, uh, like kind of, what would you say for a gym owner that's starting to feel a little bit of that pressure? Like what's the next kind of step to get out of that? Well, I think one of the keys is you have to understand and connect to what I refer to as your burn and your burn is the underlying fire that actually ignites why and purpose, and then causes you to be disciplined in your action when you don't feel like doing it, but also after you win. And there's a lot of coaches and speakers that do the work that we do, and they talk about why and purpose. You always hear why and purpose. But one mm -hmm. of the things that's differentiated us, my work, I'm the only one over the last 20 years that has studied the importance of the burn, which is actually what ignites your why and purpose that then causes you to be disciplined in your action. And that's been the differentiator, whether it be a Hall of Famer, a Super Bowl champion, or you know, an executive at Microsoft, or a fast-paced growing entrepreneur, they're having success because they understand that burn. Sometimes that burn comes from sacrifice that you're making for somebody, or maybe somebody made sacrifice for you, and it's causing you to show up because you don't want to waste their example, their sacrifice, or maybe there's pain or challenge you've been through, and it's just shifting back to the perspective that you can fight through the temporary pain. It's not as bad as what you've been through. And so once people understand that burn, they connect to reach that continual peak performance. That is uh, that is unique. You don't hear about that, right? You hear about the why, set your goals, uh, you know, just do it. But the the burn is something, you're right, that, that's exclusive to you. That's your proprietary blend if you talk about our marketing uh, stuff that we talk about on the show all the time. So... That that's unique. How like how does I think I know what mine is. Uh, how does somebody like deep down figure out like why am I doing this? Like they're doing it and they're successful, but they don't realize maybe subconsciously what their burn is. How do they well, find you, that? 
You know, a lot of times it comes from pain and challenge that you've been through. So I, I had to grow up very fast in my life. A lot of my mentors and coaches uh, consider me what, what people call an old soul because I had to grow up so fast. And, you know, one thing to mention, you know, you can highlight all these things on the resume. I still have two coaches. I'm still reading books every day. I'm fighting to stay connected to and to find this next level of performance. because I, I feel we have to have this never finish mentality. But for me, the burn comes from my parents being divorced when I was six months old, never knew them together. Handful of years later, my mother is diagnosed with a rare muscle disease called amyloidosis. Each and every single one of you in your muscles, you have amyloids. If you had an excess of amyloids, amyloids would eat away at your muscles, eventually get to your heart and take your life. And my mother was this champion of life. I mean, she had 24-hour nursing care in our home her last year living, yet every night she'd come to the dinner table without fail and she would sit down. Sometimes it took one nurse or two nurses with an IV stand and she'd put one foot in front of the other, make it to that dining room table to ask me how my day was at school. And so when I think about that strength and conviction that she had, Tim, how could I have a bad day? Randy knows this about me. How could I have a bad day? My mother passed 11 days before my eighth birthday at 38 years old. I'm 44. So I've been given six extra years that my mother never got. I will not waste a day. And it's one of the reasons why I've got a crazy streak of working out every day and why I lock into the disciplines and I do the work when I don't feel like doing it and why I choose through our work to be an example of standard over feelings. Because a lot of times my intensity, the way that I coach, it's not for everybody. Some people can't handle it. They don't want to be disciplined. They want to live in that camp of the people who say how bad they want it And then we have a conversation with their action and we realize they really don't want it that bad. And so it takes discipline to win. It takes a standard to win. And you can't allow those feelings to dictate how you show up. You got to keep hammering that standard. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful. But remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. There's something I want to add to that, too. You kind of touched on it a little bit there, Ben, and it's something that I know you you believe emphatically. You have to fall in love with the work. It's not the result. It's the process and the standard, and that's the thing, is everybody wants the result. We all desire to have the result. The differentiator is who's going back to the work that it takes to get the result when the emotions tell you otherwise, when that fun fades. And that's where that standard and that burn comes into play. Is it's not, it doesn't tell you, hey, go back to doing what you do because you ultimately want that end result. It, it, the burn is like, go back to doing it because this is who you are at your core. This is what defines you as, you know, the person who's taking the action. And that's the biggest thing is when all, I mean, it, 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 to me, it's, it's getting back to taking action and getting back to the things that the absolute bare minimum driving forces that get us out of bed every day when all of the other things are, are combating, you know, your desire to feel that way and uh, make those actions happen. I, I think a, a key point to make here is when you say standard, 
You know, there, there's a lot of people, you turn on a game these days, and the game's over, and the coach says, oh, we just play to the standard. You know, a lot of people, they hear that, but they forget you have to actually reverse engineer and understand what is your standard, right? Because we could say fall in love with the process, but do people actually know the process that's going to cause them to be successful? So in our work, and we're going to do this live with the coaches at the Fit Pro Growth Summit, it's going to be incredible to be able to say, we can't just say the standard. We have to reverse engineer it and say the periods of time when you've been most successful, what were you doing every day, right? I mean, if you're going to empower and inspire somebody to put on, um, you know, an extra 10 pounds, like they have to do the work, like they have to get in those reps. And so we can't just say, oh, I love the process and go work out. You have to execute on what that process is. That's the standard. Yeah, and that's and that also goes when somebody has success. This is an interesting kind of conundrum, right? They they've done the work, and then all, all of a sudden they hit the championship or they hit a million dollars in revenue. And I've seen, I've seen people take their foot off the gas. I've taken my foot off the gas. Like, man, we made it. Now what? Instead of pushing through and creating a new goal, a new a new drive. And so I'm sure you have to deal with that, especially work when, I mean, the, the Alabama football team, they constantly winning. Like, how do, how do you keep those guys going for the next one? So I'll, I'll share something with you. So, you know, I had the opportunity five years at Alabama, two national championships after we won the national championship in 2020. And what you're referring to, Tim, is what I call the seduction of success. It happens in the business world. It happens in the world of athletics. It happens for all of us. There's a period of time you reach that success. The self-talk takes over. I've made it. It's called the seduction of success. One of the things about the work at Alabama, and I remember in 2017 when I walked into the Malmore football complex for the first time, you walk in and like you feel the expectation. You feel the standard. You feel the energy of that place. I mean, Coach Saban demands that of you. And after we win in 2020, it was like he doubled down. He's like, we got to go do it again. He's like, Ben, I need you to build a mental conditioning for success program. Now, up until that point, I'd done speeches. They'd learned prize fighter days. They'd learned tools from uh, our mental toughness playbook. But now he said, I want you to build a mental conditioning for success program for Alabama. And I did. And that was one of those things where that was his, we're going to fight the seduction of success by taking everything that you've done, we're going to add more, then we're going to add more, and we're going to give it to the guys so that they don't get comfortable. And most people don't have that self-discipline to regulate themselves to do that. That's why coaching is so important, right? If you don't have a coach, how are you going to reach that next level of success? And I, I have so many conversations with people. They're trying to do it on their own because they think, well, it's embarrassing. I'm a grown man. I have a coach. I've got two. I already told you guys. And I, I'm reading books every single day. If, In my opinion, if you don't have a coach, you don't care enough about your success. <clears throat> great point. That is a great point. And I know um... – we, you know, gym owners, this is our audience, right? That's, you know, they're, they're coaching clients every single day. And they, they don't have coaches, unfortunately, a lot of them. And they find themselves on an island. And entrepreneurship is an island. We, this is the biggest island of all of them. Um, I, I've got a big talk at the Grow Summit as well. And, and two things uh, out of that talk that I'm going to talk about is 
nobody really wants to see you win. Like, honestly, you've got a small fraction of your family, maybe some close friends that really are, are happy. The rest either don't care or they'd rather see you lose. Uh, and, and that's the unfortunate thing. And, and, you know, as entrepreneurs being on an island without a damn coach, like, wh what are you really doing here? Like, you're, you're going to try to figure this out on your own, right? And so we talk about that all the time in our, in our Iron Circle. All of them basically have coaches. And they almost have 30 other coaches because all of us coach each other <clears> at some level. Uh, and so, so Randy, you're big on that. Like, what's your thoughts around? Uh, Can I know, mention something just really quick? Because I think it's okay. really important is that you guys are coaching each other. You guys are helping each other. So when I say you have to have a coach, that doesn't mean like here's a coach and I send him, you know, money for the services every single month. It's that accountability. It's that drive. It's that openness. I love your guys' platform that you provide that. I just encourage everybody, don't just listen to an episode to listen to an episode. Listen to the intentionality. Listen to the words. Listen to the questions. How do they apply to me? That's coaching. And for you to specifically provide that in the niche and then to be doing the events that you do and built to grow as a book and built to grow as a podcast. I mean, there's all these platforms that are showing like this is what we do. That is a form of coaching. But people have to be willing to accept that. For sure. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, to Tim's point, I mean, it, 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 I do find it a little bit ironic in the fitness industry how, uh, you know, because the job is coaching, right? You, to get somebody physically fit, they come to you, they're, they're looking for your guidance. When it comes to business, so many gym owners have resistance around coaching for the business side of their, um, you know, for, the, for their business. And to me, it's just ironic because we're, we are inundated it with it. It's their life. They're doing it. But they have this either internal dilemma or an ego or something that's preventing them from seeking more information, that growth, you know, whatever it's going to take for them to reach that next level. But, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a difference between being part of the group and actually like going all in and, and making it your mission versus, you know, pursuing the education and never applying the application. <laughs> And that's the big thing. And so making sure that not only are they people going out and, and receiving the information that they need, but they're developing the tool, we're using the tools and developing the skill sets that are allowing them to apply the information. And so coming out of the growth summit, one of the reasons that I wanted you there, Ben, is because you're, you, you instill action. That is absolutely a byproduct of hearing you speak of, of the tools that you're going to bring to the table. And coming out of an event or a seminar, that's the biggest gap that most individuals need. We now have the information to get to that next level, but what are you going to do with it? And so I see the value of the application side, sometimes far exceeding the actual education, because even if you took 70% the success of the education, the information, and you applied 100% effort, you're still that much further than you're going to be if you don't take action at all. True. And so I love, I love seeing others and, you know, be inspired through the, the information, but follow up and make the, the results happen because they're doing the work. That is the absolute greatest part of our job. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30 K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. 
and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. So Ben, uh, thanks, Randy. So Ben, um, it, Randy did mention this. He goes, listen, man, uh, we go to these seminars all the time and about 2% of the people actually go and uh, take action. And he goes, we need, we need, we need Ben there because <clears throat> he's going to force people mentally to get shit done. I mean, we, we, at this growth summit, we've got every answer that is under the sun in their business is going to be on that stage uh, in June. And, you know, they've got the playbooks, the, the tactics, the strategies, the marketing plays, all the things are going to be discussed. But unless they do something when they leave and go home on Monday morning, it doesn't matter. It's a waste. It was a wasted, uh, you know, three days or whatever. So, so Ben, let's talk about the, the growth summit itself, <clears throat> what to expect from you, and then maybe tease a little bit about that workout that we're going to be doing Saturday morning a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I look forward to the entire opportunity, and we are going to dive into standard over feelings. You know, there's a couple of things you mentioned at the proprietary piece, the burn, but there's another, you know, essentially a proprietary piece, and it's really the recipe of success for identifying the standard. It's the reason why my next book, my eighth book, it actually will release on August the 1st. It's, first, it's called The Standard because everybody talks about it, but nobody's really written the book to unpack it for you to understand. Here's the standard. And there are four P's of the standard that I will walk people through that day. And it's a process where when you connect to it daily, it'll help you reduce or eliminate that seduction of success. Stay focused on what real winning is. You know, a lot of people, they see rings that I've won or championship trophies or it's, you know, money that you've helped somebody get to their top line or bottom line. That to me is not winning. Winning is your ability to look yourself in the mirror one day at a time and give it your very best. And if you can do that and you can stack those days on top of each other day after day after day by living to the standard and fueled by that burn, which remember, it's way deeper than why it's way bigger than purpose then you will understand and have the ability to reach your highest level of continual peak performance. And so, you know, if you say, oh, I made it to a million, a million is what? There's people doing a billion dollars in business. Only allow a million to become the first rung on the ladder of that next level of your success. So where are you going next? Don't allow that to define you. Allow your next day to define you. What did you do to get to a million so we can stack more of those behaviors, teach those behaviors, scale those behaviors, to get to 2 million and 3 million and 4 million and 5 million, never be seduced by success. It's a never finished mentality. It's an own it mentality. And we're going to help people think a little bit differently to have that self-regulation, that ownership piece, that when you start attacking that, you start driving continual peak performance at a whole nother level. Amazing. Yes, I'm ready. Let's do this. Um, and then we, of course, you're, you've uh, you volunteered to to beat up the coaches a little bit on the uh, on the uh, the pool deck at the W Hotel. So this is up on the second, third, maybe third floor, open air. It's going to be pretty sunny in the morning in June in Arizona. Uh, but they've given us the the area by the pool to kind of do this workout. I know I've been watching you on your on your Instagram and your stories and everything, talking about thousands of days in a row. Uh, I know you had a little break because of a, of a medical thing, but you're back at it, it sounds like. Uh, what, what to expect there? Well, so first off, I'll say uh, I never really took a break from working out. It's been 1,384 straight days. I did have a staph infection. I got kicked on the sideline 
in the first quarter of the Ohio State-Michigan State game last year. Our starting safety slid into my ankle. Long story short, I was then at Kansas State, and I gave myself a hot, cold treatment, burned myself. It became a staph infection. It was a mess. So I have this surgery to remove the staph infection, and I literally said to the nurse when we were in the room, he's like, uh, you know, hey, you know, you're going to be getting checked into the hospital. I'm like, what? Like, I've never, like, I've got to do this workout today. He goes, what are you talking about? you got to do this workout. And, you know, I had done the workout for over 1,200 straight, at the time it was 1,228 straight days. I hadn't missed a day. And he's like, you're not going to be able to do that workout, which it's 10 minutes of planking and it's 350 straight air squats, everything unbroken, 350 straight jumping jacks. I mean, it's stuff, wall sits, it's stuff that a lot of people can't do one time. And I'd done it this 1,228 straight days. It's not just, hey, it's, you know, 10 minutes of, of, of this or it's 100 push-ups. It literally takes about 45 minutes to get through this workout. Some people can't do it once. And so I'd done it all those days in a row. And so finally, guys, you can't do this. And I thought, you got to be kidding me. So I called my wife. That's what I was upset about most. Not the pain, not the staph infection, not the crutches. It was like, I can't believe that this is going to come to an end. But I had my wife bring me two 15-pound dumbbells, and I did a 1,000 curls in my hospital bed the two days that I was in the hospital. The nurses thought I was crazy. The PT came to release me, and they're like, sir, are those your dumbbells in your bed? Literally in my hospital bed. And I said, yes, they are. They said, I think you're okay. We'll go ahead and release you. And so my small little gap was when I couldn't be on my feet. So there were 10 days I was able to just do those thousand curls a day. So I never stopped the working out. And I just want to want to use that as an example. Sometime when people are met with adversity, they make excuses and they quit. So I made a choice to not quit. If you really want to get to your next level, you have a choice to find a way. And so you got to find a way. And so I'm excited to help push some of these trainers to maybe get out of their comfort zone. I've worked with a lot of trainers. We've had professional athletes come to boot camps we do in St. Louis. Randy can tell you about his experience I, doing the unrequired. <laughs> and it's one of those things, just like it's a workout that's new for somebody, right? It's going to be a little yep. bit harder. Just <laughs> like Randy could put me through a workout. Tim, you could put me through a ringer right now, right? It's going to be a little bit harder if I haven't done it. But I look forward to it because we're going to be rooting each other on. We're going to make sure that everybody finishes. We're going to make sure that nobody starts on to the next exercise until we finish the one that we're on. We'll get through all these 10 exercises together, and it'll be a great way to not only just push ourselves mentally, but physically break ourselves down and get uncomfortable together. This is going to be a hell of an experience. I I told you guys when you said you're going to let me do the workout, I was like, we're taking this to another level. This will be great. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, like like Ben said, I mean, I he uh, I attempted his unrequired workout, uh, uh, got through it to his point, but uh, it was absolutely a challenge, and um, you know, it's a different, it's different than the things that I was doing myself, and I loved it for the, that sheer fact of it's it kicks your ass. Um, I know, you know, there's going to be a room full of of very fit uh, gym owners, you know, two hundred of them, they're going to be gracing that pool deck and i have a a big belief that there will be very few that get through this workout as well as ben you know can do so just because of uh you know the intensity of it so one one thing i did want to mention too is um another good friend of ours um and another student of ben's uh justin will be taking the stage so our buddy kegley. justin kegley will be yeah. yeah kegley's another um you know he's a good friend of ours been a, a client of ours and a member of our Aryan circle for some time <laughs> Um, him and his wife, Teresa, are going to be taking the stage as well. I can't wait well, to share so. the stage with them. It'll be fantastic. 
Uh, some of my favorite people. Uh, I'm stoked to see everybody kind of come together and, and get some time in together. Well, I'm excited. I love the community that you all have built. I love the energy that you have around it. And one of the things that I, I really love, which is special, and it's why I encourage people, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the podcast, I, I like studying and really understanding how people do things. And, you know, Randy, you look at your continued drive and success in this industry. Tim, you look at yours starting legacy personal training. And then so, right, starts at personal training. Then you're building marketing solutions company. And right, so it's it's saying, hey, we can do more. We can do more. How can we help more? And, you know, there's a lot of people, they'll throw a summit to throw a summit. But I love how much intentionality and growth there's been from the success you guys have had that have given you the ability to have the platform. A lot of people try to create the platform, just go through an event, but you guys have actually built a platform. So suiting that uh, built to grow is the model because you guys have been doing it and I'm fired up to be a part of it. Appreciate that, Ben. Well, thank and, you. Uh, and thanks for joining us today. We'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing Ben. He's taking the stage on the Saturday. That's, that would be the, uh, the 9th, no, 10th. He'll be there the 10th. Uh, but for everybody else, go grab your tickets now. GrowthSummitAZ.com is the link. Mr. Ben Newman, thanks for joining us on the Built to Grow podcast today. Appreciate you guys. We'll see everybody in Arizona soon. All right. Thank you again, Ben. So, guys, until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.